So, Hyro, you were uh, doing uh, sexual acts in uh, I was. 1993. Well, Jared very few, but I tried. Jared and I had not yet. I was about to say Jared and I had not caught up yet. Only on myself. Okay. <laughs> in 1993, Jared? <laughs> Single digits? What, a 10? <laughs> you were fucking no, pulling 10, on yourself man. at 10? Started early. Jesus. Beating the shit out of it, yep. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, that threw off my introduction to Alive, because it was solely Hyro-focused, but now I'm <laughs> disturbed by... I don't know, because it... Is that child abuse, Jared, on yourself at that point? That's too young. Yeah, not if it's yourself. Not if it's me. Not if it's yourself. I mean, if you're like <laughs> somebody jerking else. off as a 40-year-old man, is it, are you gay? Are you jerking off a dude? Yes, Jared is. I'll speak I hope not, because I do it frequently. <laughs> it's natural. It's love. It's my hand, goddammit. Yeah, if, if, I guess by that rationale. Look, that's how you end up with... Uh... <laughs> That's how you end up with uh, mass shooters. I'm keeping myself out of that <laughs> that type of psychosis. So, you know, he needs some medicine every now and then. Keep you from going crazy. Well, the reason, I mean, we've we're, we've lost the thread in true Super, super Simba Way fashion, off. of course. Yep. Uh, it's just because I was trying to pull up my tabs here. So I've you know, got Wiki, uh, Letterboxd, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, and what we're going to be talking about uh on this episode is the January 15th release from 1993 of Alive, which thankfully for us on a rare occasion was the top new release. It placed third by an Aladdin and a few good men, but uh, just barely beat out the alternative selection, which would have been uh, John claude Van Damme's Nowhere to Run, mm. uh, which I I had never heard of. I had to actually look and see. I didn't know what that was, but... Um, I always assumed that Alive... Well, that's appropriate because we have a survivor of it. Yes. <laughs> Podcasting with us. <laughs> I'm going to ask Hyro. I thought Alive was some big release from this. I mean, I, it looks like based on its release date, maybe they anticipated it was going to be like an Oscar movie and then they lost confidence in it and they dumped it in January. But I'm on Rotten Tomatoes and I'm trying to search for it and when I go to Alive, it's pulling up all sorts of nonsense. Like, it's not giving me... Just 1993 is alive. So am I totally wrong on this? I thought this was like a substantial movie of its its time period. Certainly I heard all the references to it, the, the plane crash and cannibalism and all that, but uh, the internet is telling me that this was not that big of a deal. So as our elder statesman, was this a big deal in 1993? I thought it was. After 20 years you've analyzed a lot, you remember people, heroism. The miracle of the Andes, that's what they called it. To be affronted by solitude without decadence or a single material thing to prostitute it elevates you to a spiritual plane. Where I felt the presence of God. Now there's the God they taught me about at school. There is the God that's hidden by what surrounds us in this civilization. Are we supposed to fly that close to the mountains? That's the God I met on the mountain. Ah! 
by a grand experience. Because I've watched it many times. This is this is just a barely, you know, it's a refresher at best. And um, I thought it was a big deal when back in the day. Um, I, even back in the day, I do remember, though, um, John Malkovich opens the movie as uh, as Carlos Carlitos Miguel Paez Rodriguez. And it you know keeps going from there. I, even then, uh, got that white star power for the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, the Ethan Hawke is in there. You know, you've got uh, famed Latino who... Ethan Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I immediately reminded myself these guys are from Uruguay, so like this is deep in the deep in the Latino uh, Latino community. At least it should be, but no, it's all good. I guess we're doing Malkovich of all people. Fifty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so I've <laughs> clearly been misled. Now, unlike you, I, I don't have much experience with this movie. I think I'd seen it once on VHS. Um, it's not something that I think you just throw on for pleasure. I, I guess even for like a survival <laughs> movie, uh, there's nothing fun about it. Cash is mostly waiting. It's mostly sitting and waiting and arguing about how long we're going to wait before. Especially when that old lady's fucking griping. What's that? I said, you're you're commenting on the waiting. I'm like, especially when that fucking old lady wouldn't stop griping. I was with that guy. (laughs) Her legs crushed to a powder. (laughs) Shut up, bitch! (laughs) God forgive you for being such assholes and not fixing my legs. What do you look, lady? We're on the top of a fuck. Very very thoughtful of her. Clearly, we could not last long with Hyro in this type of uh, tragic accident mm. because that is night one. I'm just saying that, like, you know, 30 days in, it starts to get a little old. <laughs> night one, someone is actively dying in front of you, like, and she'll be dead in a few hours. And Hyro's like, you know what? In these last few hours, I'm going to put you in your fucking place. Before you perish, I'm going to let you know how much you're getting on my no, fucking see, nerves. See, this is what you don't know about it. If it was me on that plane, I guarantee you, first night you would have found me in the corner drinking all the wine, eating all the chocolate, just gorging myself. See, I was thinking you'd already be gnawing on her leg like they hadn't even broke the subject of cannibalism. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. That's what I thought you were going to open with. Yeah, I've been prepping for this for a week. Text messages. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You were sending us as you were rewatching it, mm-hmm. and that is my background is, uh, you know, cutting right into it into the not very attractive asses here. No. I mean, frozen rotting corpses. <laughs> I guess you say dead asses. I guess you <laughs> pass the uh, psychopath test. <laughs> These asses aren't appealing, are they? <laughs> no, I, I, but they're able to make fire. <laughs> Why didn't they cook the asses? You know, I mean, and put. Put a char on it. I guess that <laughs> that was my my dumb moment for this movie. Is like, when do they start cooking? Oh, they're just going to eat them raw, huh? Oh well. Isn't that the way I suppose you that eat makes ass? sense. Raw. I, I don't eat ass. <laughs> oh, stop! <laughs> I do not. God I damn, do not you're put a prude, my face man. into it. Not in a fucking asshole, dude. Like I just, I cannot. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and pop the cork off this sober cinema. What's episode. wrong with you? I'm not fucking tonguing an asshole, dude. Why not? Never in it's my life. It's disgusting. Shit, how it's you fucking get somebody, disgusting? How are you gonna get somebody reciprocating your ass? 
I don't want it. <laughs> Simply put, <laughs> get away from my asshole. I hate. I hate everything to do with shit and assholes. And you're missing out, Jared. It, it disgusts me. It disgusts I didn't me. Really provide you're missing too out, much buddy. of a counter argument. Other than like, no, man, it's good. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, which was, what's wrong with you? I'm just shocked and appalled that you know I'm over here with fucking missionary fucking Jared. It's it's the escalation. Like I used to think that I was, you know, going above and beyond because I didn't mind going down on a lady. But now <laughs> Jared, we've got to the point where Jared it's like is, fucking eating like assholes. Romano <laughs> sitcom husband, where it's like, all right, here's your once a year. <laughs> I thought that was enough. <laughs> Such a, a classic that? sort of man outlook on it. Like if I must, I guess it's your birthday. You need to watch some more TikTok. Apparently, you need to hang out with the young, the young dude at your office instead of the other All guy. Right. Uh, thank you Get with for it, buddy. introducing that, Hiro. Like this, I knew, I knew this would be a topic for a live here. Uh, and I guess I can, I can kick it to Jared as a uh, consumer of a mm. lot of pornographic materials. Uh, I don't know if that's crossed over into porn that particular sex act, but. Uh, when, when did this become? Eating ass? Yes. Oh, no. Every other video has it. Yeah, I've never, on, I've never, I don't think I've ever, unless I went to type out for that specifically, I don't think I've ever just happened to watch like, you know, <laughs> big breasted blonde and just happened to get ass eating into <laughs> a clip. Really? I don't think so. And I, well, Jared, oh, man, you I, know more than me. You've got more at bats. Anytime there's lesbians, there's ass eating. It is definitely more prevalent so now. When did it start? Contemporary. What, what, sense, the, yeah. When did the gates come down? I don't know. God damn! You sound like what the fuck, man? You sound like you just came out of like the village or something. <laughs> when did this ass eating start around I'm, here? I'm actually, kind of uh, shocked at you, considering you're on the record many times saying Michael D- Douglas gave himself cancer for having the courage and bravery <laughs> to go down on Catherine Zeta Jones of all people. Listen, Mike, I live dangerously, okay? <laughs> I'm just calling out facts. Is that, is that part of it? But I do live dangerously. That's part of the kink, because yeah. I think he can get cancer in the act of doing it. I, I, I'm like... Uh, I like the danger like, of it. The slow <laughs> danger. I'm like Christopher Walken in uh, Deer Hunter, baby. Just rolling the gun. <laughs> That's because you had no food. Now, if the search has been called off, then we're on our own to save our lives, and we've got to eat. You would. <laughs> I have to admit that uh, you know, Hire brings TikTok into it. This has to be like a uh, a relatively recent thing because I, I have no memory of, say, us being in high school, Jared. No. Dead. And someone coming up to me and like, bro, no. can you no. believe our buddy won't eat you that chick's ass? Can you believe dead. that's going around that he won't do it? Like, I, there's been there was no conversation where that was ever even on the table. That's right. We should eat the dead. It's what we gotta face. Nando. Nando! Nando's right. What? I can't believe what I'm hearing. You too, Roberto? You're talking about eating people. No, we're talking about eating meat so that we don't die. I couldn't do it. It's disgusting. I couldn't do it. It's disgusting, so what? If I had a wound that was rotten and needed to be washed out, wouldn't you do it even though it's disgusting because yeah, it needed to be done? I, I would, but I wouldn't eat you. <laughs> Shut up. 
Sorry. Do you believe that we have a soul and that when we die, our soul leaves our body? I don't know. I'm not a priest. Okay, all right. Look, I don't want to talk about this. Well, neither do I, Gustavo, but we have to. We're starving and we're trapped. Now, if the soul, if there is a soul, if leaves the, the body soul. when we die, then the body is just a carcass. This is the beginning of the end. What's out there in the snow is just meat, Antonio. Food. I won't do it. I'd rather die. I do believe in God, and I fear to have him judge me if I do a thing like that. Well, he put us here. Maybe he did, as a test. To see what we do. See if we'd remain civilized. I don't think God cares whether we're civilized. Well, how the hell do you know? Let Tintin speak. He never says anything. I've always thought God wants us to follow our hearts, use our reason. Struggle to live. At any price? No. We shouldn't murder innocents to live. What about our innocence? What's going to become of our innocence if we survive as cannibals? Well, I'm sorry, but I can't do it. I'm with you. I don't think I could do it. How could we go back to our families? You could go back alive. I think they'd prefer that. Roberto, are you ready to go out there and cut flesh from a human body and eat it? And yes, if you get on Twitter or TikTok oh. now, it's like, look at this fucking dork. He's just not with it. He's just not hip to what people do nowadays. But at some point, <laughs> I, I missed that, Hiro. I'm admitting I missed it, but I guess I don't believe you. Like, Unless everything is just cyclical and it was like it skipped our generation, Jared. Like, so Hyrule's... you just want to go back. Mm. You want to ban dancing. Yeah, I'll be Lithgow. In this. Yeah, I'll tell mm. Kevin Bacon to fucking stop with the pink eye and uh, let's stop him. <laughs> yeah, I would ban tonguing fucking assholes. <laughs> That's what I would ban. Jared. <laughs> Jared, you going to have like the signpost in Jared Town? <laughs> like, yeah, I'll, I'll get out there with uh, the Westboro Baptist <laughs> Church. <laughs> Stop ass eating! You're killing Jesus. <laughs> All of that being said, I don't think that um, you would have had to push me very far to resort to cannibalism in this particular film, this situation. And I, <laughs> I'm quite amenable to it. <laughs> you are fucking starving. You say eat people. <laughs> I've got my fork ready. <laughs> I mean, after, I mean, the first one I probably kill is Hyro. Like I probably, I get us, I, I get us a fresh corpse. If I wake up to you night one, you're berating a woman dying because she's been crushed by this plane and your face is covered in fucking chocolate and god knows what else you've been be quiet i'm trying to sleep i'm drunk <laughs> off of wine and chocolate uh. yeah i'm saying we do it the film they spend most of their time saying can we and it's almost like this am i capable of it and i guess what's most interesting interesting to me is that if enough people do it then i guess i'm capable of cannibalism too because that seems to be the end of the argument. Like, as long as one of them peer pressure starts cutting open uh, people's asses, mm -hmm. they just line up and they're like, "All right, yes, give me my piece. Like, give me my ration." <laughs> There's some uh, uh, credence to the uh, well. If you do it, I'll do it. All right. If he does it, I'll do it. Then yeah. The TikTok of it all, Jared. <laughs> the Tide Pod of <coughs> Chile. So, know, does this film have the impact it did in '93? All I knew about it as a kid is like, oh, they have to resort to cannibalism. Oh, it's fucking shocking. I don't know if now you could sell it on that. I think people would be like, mm -hmm, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta eat ass. It's gotta happen. Yeah, I think they, they overshot their uh, 
I think they overshot. You know, you you find these like big stories of heroism or or the human feet. You know, like Sully. Sully becomes a movie or all of these things. I think they overshot the interest in this bullshit. You know, they landed, they crashed the plane, they survived a little bit, they ate ass, and then they walked out. You know, I mean, I don't know. It, there's not a lot of meat there. Pun intended. I like your Cliff Notes version of <laughs> you know, Alive. This just shows you that it doesn't take much to be a professional critic. Uh, New York Magazine, here's the review. The very first splat on the top of the page for Rotten Tomatoes. Not every good story needs to be made into a movie. That's basically what Hiro said. Like, it would be... Yes, the, thank you. Yeah, essentially, it's your best yeah. bar story. They overshot their expectations. Like, I yeah, survived a exactly. plane crash and I started eating people. And I made it, you know, 60 days on a mountain. Yeah, no one's going to top your story at the bar. But for a movie... I guess I was reaching for my phone, you know, sometimes. Ethan Hawke is the best character. Because he wakes <laughs> up, you know, he's concussed. Uh, sister dies, and then he's like immediately like, you know what we're gonna have to do? We're gonna have to eat people. <laughs> like he's 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 somewhere. He's just well, he, he came to that conclusion fairly quickly. The guy was fucking hungry, man. To to agree with Hiro, there is a lot of hemming and hawing about what we're gonna do with our situation. And Ethan Hawke wakes up out of a coma. It's like I got it. We'll eat people. <laughs> Stop fucking messing around. We got food laying out there. We got a thousand pounds of meat. And y'all are fighting over a square of chocolate, man. Like- and also to echo Hiro Cinema, his other uh, plan of attack is after I eat enough ass, I got two legs, two mm-hmm. feet, I'm walking. I'm going to walk until I find some more get food. the fuck out, yeah. I'm walking out of this place. Get out of here, man. What am I doing here? I do like Ethan Hawke. endless Hawk. supply of water. I think Ethan Hawke in the hero role is far less obnoxious than if it was... You know, you have like a Mel Gibson or someone, someone who was a bigger star in the early '90s. I feel like they would amp up like what a, like a tactical genius he was. I don't think they try to make Ethan Hawke sound like a genius. It's just like uh, my back's against the wall here. What else am I supposed <laughs> to do? This is the natural progression yeah. of how we exist. <laughs> they don't they don't put him out as like he's got some sort of beautiful mind. Like only he could figure out their way <laughs> off this mountain. Nope. It's just like that's I, what other options do I have here? None. I would love that angle though of them some big heroic orchestra music and it just gets to him like I've got it. Were I'm gonna nice. go eat your sister. <laughs> that, that's the funny part is like I, today we're eating Julio. Julio was paying the ass. <laughs> In our, on our rugby team, Julio really fucking stunk, but here he is finally doing something good i tell you it's a tragedy that the dude the dude that kept on making the pizza joke wasn't one that was eaten or uh Mm. died in the plane crash because god knows Mm. i loved hearing the pizza joke about four or five times and how many visions he had and god this and god that i don't think that helps me on that fucking mountain you keep talking about pizza i don't i mean i understand maybe he's trying to give hope like hey here's what we're gonna be doing we're all gonna laugh about this someday but while i'm suffering while i'm eating julio's ass <laughs> as uh i said julio played by uh you know a uh rick moranis white, <laughs> white actor <laughs> rick moranis <laughs> rick moranis a guy who hasn't acted in 30 years yeah right around okay. when this came the out last thing i heard about rick moranis is he didn't he get knocked the fuck out randomly in new york did you all hear yeah, about pretty this? recently yeah jerry did you hear about this yeah how do you feel about yourself? I, Some I didn't complete hear about stranger this. just ran up and like sucker punched him in the back of the head and like knocked him out. <laughs> like they had like you know surveillance footage of it. Is that a TikTok thing? Like why do why is this happening? Like why do people get punched in the face randomly? 
Honey, I shrunk your gray matter. Whap! <laughs> yeah. Bring Rick Moranis into it, and I'm like, actually, there's something really it's bad good. that happened to him. He tried to retire from fame, and because of that, he's still getting hit, and Jared has no... He don't care. No remorse. No nope. Monster. Not after this cannibalistic movie that you uh, programmed I, for I thought me. people liked this. One Could touch that I really liked is, and I won't give away the secret, but the kid that he hires to play the ant who yeah. runs up and down the... <laughs> That's a good time. There's a lot of good things in this movie. Matinee is the name of it. Okay, next movie, and our next film is Alive, the true-life survival thriller about the 1972 Andes plane crash in which 16 survivors engaged in cannibalism of the dead in order to survive more than two months, I think it was actually 10 weeks, in the frozen wilderness. The best part of the film is the opening plane crash. It's stunning, and after the crash landing, leaders emerge within the group. We're going to starve. Look, this weather can't last. There's probably going to be helicopters coming over those mountains this afternoon. But we're going to be careful. We're going to ration what we have. I like a big lunch. One capful of wine, one square of chocolate each. The centerpiece of the film is the cannibalism issue. It's handled directly with a lot of religious overtones. But remember, the team was from Catholic Uruguay. If we do this, we'll never be the same again. It's like communion. From their death, we live. People will understand. Naturally, there's an avalanche, and director Frank Marshall, who produced many of Steven Spielberg's spectaculars, does a great job with it. Eventually, the boldest survivors, led by Ethan Hawke as Nando, realize they can't sit much longer and wait for help. They'll have to traverse the mountains in search of civilization. Maybe this leads somewhere. Hey, be careful. That's just... What? Oh! Well, I'm sure you've heard all the talk show hosts joke about Alive and about the cannibalism and the airplane food. Those are pretty good jokes, actually. Frankly, what this movie could have used more of is some sort of gallows sort of humor and less of the religious stuff. But the movie kept my attention throughout because more than the cannibalism issue, I found myself imagining what kind of response would I have to the same situation. Would I be a leader or a follower? How strong physically would I be? Would I be the one telling the jokes? I think I would. Would I risk myself for someone else? I enjoyed thinking about that stuff because I know the cannibalism answer right away. Yes, I nibble on a dead finger to stay alive. So if you will, a marginal thumbs up for me. And don't nibble on that thumb, James. Yes, sir. Not even if it means staying alive, we need it for the show. Thank you. Uh, I didn't like this movie quite as much as you did, although I agree that uh, you did the think about effects... It. The special effects are very well done. Yes. What bothered me was I never got the sensation that I was really seeing what it was really like. The guys always looked a little bit too healthy and well-fed. Their, their faith, after a while, they're, they're, they're in the middle of the wilderness. They've been eating dead bodies for, for eight weeks, and they're saying things like, gee, I've never felt closer to God. Well, I hope that I would have that response, yeah. but I think my real response would be I'd like to be a lot closer to Lima, Peru. It doesn't seem as if it's really that tough for oh, I to think get through I, this in unendurable experience. I think the plane crash, is, as you said, is, we both said, is well handled done, so yeah. well that you do get a feeling for the real jeopardy they're in. But here's the thing. I know critics are dumping on this film, but I bet each and every one of them thought about what they would do in the situation, and that recommends well, the movie. Well, it's a close call, but Good, I, I can't quite well, get I it. Like okay, it. When, I, when we come back, Body of Evidence, the new Madonna thriller with lots of evidence of bodies. I, I'm, I echo the sense that uh, I thought this was way bigger of a deal because it's referenced so many mm. times. Yeah, other than them eating people. I don't think people... Maybe people didn't actually watch it. Maybe it was just like, ooh, that sounds bad. 
Well, that's all. That's all it had to cling to because the rest of the movie is god awful. Like I never thought that a survival situation like that could be that. Boring I guess it should be though. To right? that point, it should just be miserable and stationary. I, it doesn't again doesn't make for great cinema, but I suppose it's true to the source material. Day forty, we sat here and bitched. Day forty one, same. But the one guy who's trying to be positive, we bitch about. Like, don't bring. I swear to God, if you bring up pizza again, you motherfucker. Like, there's no no craziness in this situation. It's just just being realistic in that situation. It's akin to whenever our friend was talking about how awesome it would be to stay in Las Vegas another night as we're stranded in the airport. And I snapped at him and told him I would rather kill myself than spend another day with him. Further, you said you would enjoy the cab ride with him back to the hotel and then you said we should get the penthouse suite so you can watch me fling myself off the balcony just to get away from you <laughs> you start talking about reaching <laughs> terminal velocity <laughs> like you went <laughs> the smile on my face as the asphalt gets closer was killing himself and he had <laughs> such joy on his who face. was his friend who was his friend uh i don't know if you, i don't know if you know him or not we i don't think we've ever referenced yeah. him it, in the show lore. he's actually a very religious fellow now so jared going to a suicide mm-hmm. just if he had to spend one more hour with him was you know i guess below the belt i wasn't gonna bring up 100 Deeply offensive uh, 127 hours to either one i'm sure higher i'm sure you you probably did a podcast on it or something but uh probably uh, how do you think that compares to this because that's also a lot of sitting and waiting is james franco you know before he eventually decides am i gonna like claw my way out of this by ripping off uh, well, that's where, like, uh, you know, we don't, hand. you don't get flashbacks here. You don't get any context about the people. Like, what makes these people so fucking important that we give a shit? All you give us is snow and ass. Um, in one twenty-seven hours, Danny Boyle knows what's up, man. Let's let's do some flashbacks. Let's do some uh, some jishing it up with some lights. We gotta and, get out you know. out from this rock. Yeah. We eventually have to give you something, Just, yeah, to take your mind off this horrible situation this guy's in. I could give three shits about anybody on this, this roster. Was it the White Cast? Even Ethan Hawke. You love Ethan Hawke. You don't care. If he I was. do love Ethan Hawke. Jack Noseworthy plays a fucking Latino guy. What are we doing here? Ethan Hawke was Nando. <laughs> Nando Parrado. That's how you pronounce his name. No. Nando Parrado. No. Oh. <laughs> That's how you pronounce his name. Oh. I know how to say Ethan Roberto Hawk. Canessa. Ethan Hawke. It's Nando. That's Ethan Hawke. Say it as wide as possible. (laughs) Ethan Hawke. (laughs) The Scotch on the Rocks. Please, any Scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, Single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe Glengowan. Any Glen. I'm Rumgorn! I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. Come on. Come on. Nando! <laughs> Jake Carpenter. <laughs> like you scored a fucking goal. <laughs> yeah, how about this one? Jake Carpenter plays Alberto Artuna. <laughs> Jake Carpenter. Not great. Yep. Not great. Why'd you pick Not this great. one, Hiro? Eddie. Mm-mm. Me. <laughs> <laughs>
I, you know, I can't be bothered to look at that paper. Um, <laughs> until like eight weeks after, and then you can yeah, like, after the fact. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at our notes where I've I've titled uh, Hiro Space put his thoughts. He has not. Mm. He's not used any of these. I'm in the middle of moving across mm-hmm. the world. I promise. Like, I've got notes. I have I have three notes well, for this one. Apply it to your situation. You were in a plane recently. Mm-hmm. What happens if you mm-hmm. go down over the Pacific? Uh, lost happens, you know. I go to some fucking polar bears and, you know, they all time clocks. And, Magically. Yeah. All the beer flew out the uh, tail of the plane. <laughs> That's why it's dragging down. <laughs> I will admit mistakes have been made um, because one feature I want to do this year is uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go to Letterbox. Hopefully, I can get Web to uh, to read these for us to mm. give us a hint of what the alternative was. So I mentioned John Claude Van Damme's Nowhere to Run, which I didn't know anything about. Here are some of the reviews that provide a, a sort of peek at what we could have watched instead of Alive, which I thought was far more popular than what it actually is. Let's see, mm. Daniel Ehrenberg says, pay attention to Jean-Claude's facial reactions in a scene where Rosanna Arquette debates her five-year-old daughter on the size of his penis. Damn it. You missed out. You fucked up the show, Michael. Let's <laughs> say one bullet point and we're already like, well, we picked the wrong Three one. Three stars. Definitely. <laughs> Most of the reviews I called were about Van Damme being naked, such as uh, Ted Levine talks about hammers and a young Kieran Culkin sees Van Damme naked. Three stars also for this one. Uh, a little bit of Roadhouse, a little bit of Shane, and a whole lot of Jean-Claude. Uh, well, a little bit of Roadhouse, we definitely picked the wrong movie then. Here's one for Jared. Three and a half stars from mm. uh, Owen Patterson. JCVD is a boobs guy, confirmed. I assume Patricia showed the Rosanna. goods. Rosanna. Um, uh, although there was one has... negative review, half star, half star, hope this movie dies, all caps, by Randy. <laughs> It sounds like a measured response from a normal... I'm not convinced, Randy. Based on the previous reviews, we probably should have done Nowhere to Run. So, you know, in 2033, maybe we'll get around to it. We'll circle back around. Awful, awful presumptuous for myself, and I won't speak for Hiro, but I think he feels the same way. I'm always with you, buddy. <laughs> I, you know, the odds. Getting That's pretty bad. For, I won't say... Who? My co-host died. <laughs> Welcome to another week of Soap and Cinema. <laughs> but I promised the listeners, all 12 of them, that we'd finish this year. So, um, <laughs> I sold I you on. clips where I can go to the soundboard. What would he think about this? Hyro <laughs> and Jared had simultaneous heart attacks. <laughs> Probably be our top episode, and then we wouldn't. We wouldn't have enough material mm. for a sequel. Ass eating, special. <laughs> so disgusting. He died doing what he loved or hated, according to Jared. Nothing but prudes. I say ingesting excre- excrement. <laughs> Tastes like a dirty penny. You know. Gross. Are you also recording? Ugh. I'll I'll go to. Yes. Uh, yeah. So the guy that Jared wanted to kill himself in front of uh, was very religious. Uh, he once had a conversation <laughs> with me. Uh, where we we're talking about, uh, I don't know, like gay teenagers or whatever. And I was just, he was like, I mean, how do they know? And I'm like, I, don't, I mean, how did you know when you were a teenager what you liked? And you kind of just, you saw something you liked, right? In a magazine and that suddenly mm-hmm. you, you were starting to develop taste. Now, obviously, if you live to the 
the age and the experience of like Jared over here, that taste can maybe evolve and develop, you know, based on as you gather more material, more resources. A high row, I don't. Right. <laughs> Things come and go, sure. <clears throat> but he basically went on that sort of like hardcore sort of Christian rant that's like, well, I mean, what if, what if they want to fuck a dog oh. next? I mean, what's next with these these people? And I'm like, well, that's, uh, you know, you having to explain consent. To, to a grown man as far as like, well, an animal can't really give <laughs> consent to a human on this is what I'd like. But How do you communicate with that goddamn animal? <laughs> yeah. like, you are aware, right? Like when I, I tell my dog what I love, like, do you want something to eat? I don't really know if he wants something to eat. I'm just hoping that he walks to his food bowl. I definitely wouldn't know, like, hey, are you up for some ass play tonight? Like, I would not know until the act commenced. <laughs> so <laughs> there is a little bit of that. Um, that I tried to remember when I, I guess, judge people for their sexual proclivities as far as, like, where the hell did this come from? Like, what what, what do these kids have next to us? <laughs> All that being said, Tyro, much like the, uh, I will side with the super Christians that if you start fucking a dog, I'll be like, all right, buddy, that's, we we gave you enough rope. That's <laughs> too much. a bit that's too far. <laughs> There's a, there's some mental illness associated. That's bonkers, man. Like, uh, yeah. Which part? Like, fucking a dog. <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna be like the fact that these kids think they can be gay. There's no such such thing as gay. They're confused. <laughs> That's not how the Lord intended it. Just gotta shock it out of them. Send them to a camp or something. Always, always good. What is the thinking there from a church that gets together a bunch of kids that let's gather all the gays gay, together, <laughs> presumably from a small town, and then find them with other gay kids? What? <laughs> oh no! Don't send me to gay camp. <laughs> I sending a bunch of fat people to Hershey to get the weight off of them. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Of we're laughing and thinking that these <laughs> probably very traumatizing camps are like, man, they're just having the time of their lives. It's like the Playboy Mansion for these. <laughs> so everybody's eating ass. <laughs> I was say fucking bumping uh, Lady Gaga, just <laughs> going crazy, getting gay. Bumping Lady Gaga. Getting gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, whatever the gay icon is now. She probably aged out of it. 